And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Well, Doc, I'd like to welcome you back. Thank you for uh, coming back in this week. I know we made a lot of progress last week, and uh, I just wanted to start the show. Uh, of course, you are Doc Manson at Doc Manson, but I wanted to know uh, <clears throat> how you thought things went. Have you uh, reflected at all on you know where where we are and where we're going, and and what's next for you? Yes, I've thought very deeply, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, most of most of what I thought about was, you know, as I was editing the show last week, late, I may add, but as I was editing the show and just listening back to the beginning, lining audio, I think last episode might be the first episode ever where I didn't say DC Matthews at the DC Matthews at the start of the show. At this point, if anyone's <laughs> new, you don't need to know who I am. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I am Sir Lionel Purple. Purple. Yeah. No, things are good. I obviously asked for the delay of pod this week. We're we're recording one day later than the you. I was delighted to let you take a turn because usually I am the one who has to ask for a little bit of grace. And I was very delighted to be able to give you the same grace you always, always give me. Oh, well, no problem there. And thank you in return. Uh, yeah, I just I wanted to spend a little more time getting some ready for today. And today was my last lecture. So I was going to say, because you're done now, right? Well, exam tomorrow. But yeah, essentially done. All the prep is done. No, so you're done. I still have to do the grading say, and then I say, have to calculate final grades. You say screw those kids and... grades. But yeah, almost there. Well, um, nothing left to prep, really. So that's good. Do you give, uh, do they have the chance to give you feedback? Do you give them like a little survey? How would, would you think of lecture? How did. Yeah. The know? university does a online survey for all courses at this point. Um, most students don't fill it out though. So uh, I did today. My closing words were to encourage the students to go online and to fill out that survey though. Um, Cause I would like to know what they thought. I'm always open to feedback that i can promptly ignore do you actually ignore the feedback i don't think you do no i i I, in all honesty i do read it and um you know i reflect as i think anybody should do with feedback you don't necessarily want to take it at face value um, but you need to reflect on it and see if there's truth if there's a kernel in there if there's something that you can act upon Mm -hmm. and you know constructively um add that to your your repertoire as you make plans moving forward. I think that's entirely appropriate. Yes, I've done that in the past, and uh, I probably will in the future. I, I have a coworker. Again, I teach littles. Um, and she this year had her students fill out like a little grading form. And I was just like, you know, I'm sure some of the answers would be cute, and I'm sure some of the answers would be quaint. But I don't need to know what these children think of my teaching style. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it is useful feedback, but you know, you get some people, and the feedback is like, "Oh, the exams were too hard," and it's like, no, 
you just didn't understand the material. The problem with this kind of expands if we go take this into a broader view. The problem with any sort of review, especially an online review, the people who are writing them, the people who are probably going to take the time to fill out a survey for you, I won't say all the time, but I would say probably a good portion of them are going to have something critical to say. It's the problem with websites like Rate My Professor, right? Mm -hmm. Only people that are motivated to go on and to actually leave a comment typically are the people that are upset about something. So, yeah, it, it, it can be skewed unless you're in a situation where everybody just kind of has to fill it out. Um, but, you know, and some professors do. Um, some professors will do things like say, ah, if you fill this out, I'll give you an extra point on your final grade. Um, university bylaws actually say that you're not allowed um, to incentivize people to fill out those surveys, mm -hmm. but plenty of people ignore that and do it. Sure. I don't, but uh, well, I probably should. I would like to get more feedback than I get. But. I'd like to point out that you reminded me of that website. <clears throat> so I'm here on Doc Manson's Rate My Professor's website. I don't think I have one. I mean, I know I have one because you've read it on these airways before. Oh, I did? Just somebody who was upset about. You have um, two. You have two. Well, I think both of them were upset. No. About... no. Okay. Well, instead of just cutting me off. Well, you Sorry. go ahead and read them again, since you've already done it. But do it again. I, I, I don't need to. I'm just letting you know you have two ratings. One is good and one is not so good. Huh. I don't think the good one's that good, actually. Is it? I haven't read it in some time. It's not the sort of thing that keeps me up at night, DC. So He was my director, and he was so, so great. His videos were informative, interesting, and he explains things so well. He was really understanding when I had issues because of the online setup, too. Oh, well, that one sounds positive. Yes. Yeah. The other one says you accused them of plagiarism when he and a or she and a friend worked collaboratively on a lab report, <clears throat> but they received zeros. I was like, and even me, it, not as an academic to this level. I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to work collaboratively on a lab report. You're not. So uh, this sounds like a you problem. And the thing that I love about it, too, is I give them the chance, right? When I first write to these people, if it's somebody who are both taking the course at the same time, I write to them and say, hey, I noticed a lot of similarities. How did that happen? And really, I'm just looking for any sort of explanation that isn't, oh, we worked together. Because that's code for one of you wrote it and the other one copied it. Yeah. Like... Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sending this message if I wasn't looking at both reports and they're just the same sentences in the same order, the same paragraphs for the majority of the report with little original voice of any kind. You know sure. what I mean? So like, it, it's not like at I the give very least zeros. tweak some of the verbiage. Yeah, I don't know. It's sad that people. The things that people think they should get away with is just sad. Well, I am glad. Um, I am glad that it's done. I know you have more work to do, but this was a stressful time. You were working on slides. I hope you get a little bit of a reprieve. I know you're still going to be doing stuff, but maybe not as immediate. Uh, we should also shout out our good buddy GQ. I saw you three days last week, one virtually as we're doing now, but then two in person, as you put it, um, 
I've spent more time in your car this week than I probably have in the last 10 years, which is completely accurate. Yeah, I I, I almost texted you today when I remembered that I was going to see you tonight. And I don't want to presume because Lord knows you're a busy I, man. I almost texted you today and was like, so now that you're done, soup. But I was, I was, I was going to text, when are we getting those wontons? Because then I was like, no, it's his last one. Maybe he's got plans with his wife. Maybe he has things he needs to do to like wrap the course up. So I, you know, I didn't, but, uh, yeah. I was so wondering we, what you're doing tomorrow or next week. I mean, I'm, 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 one of those days we will get this soup. Um, so we go with, we meet up with GQ. I haven't seen the, the man face to face, maybe since last summer. Mm. Um, we went to, you know, I think we talked about the lackluster dumplings on last week's episode. We went to a different Asian restaurant this time and, we got to go back. Not oh, yeah. only because their dumplings awesome. were far superior. Some of the best dumplings I've ever had. They I, were delightful little pillows. Because they, were, they were packed and they yes. were also tasty. Yes. Little pillows of meat-filled delight. Um, <clears throat> we got the pho, which was fine as pho goes. You know, I was actually thinking about it, too. Like, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as the other pho place that we tend to go to. Sure. But the more I thought about it after the fact, I was like, okay, so the broth was more mild. But what that really probably translates to is it doesn't have a ridiculous amount of sodium in the broth, which mm-hmm. means it's probably a smarter choice sure. to have the pho there than the but, other place. But, but we got we got pho, we each got pho, we got dumplings, we got some wings that were okay. As yeah, wings nothing go, special. they were fine. But GQ, in order to, you know, putting his health first, ordered the wonton soup. Now, we've talked on these airwaves about our mutual love for wonton soup. Um, And may I also add, the pho was not spicy at all. No, you needed jalapeno. I was content, but I don't like spice. Uh, GQ gets this giant bowl. All the bowls were huge. It was amazing. Very well portioned. And there's these you know, wontons, which are not the kind of wontons that I tend to go for. I want like lasagna sheets wrapped around food here. Um, but there were also ramen noodles in. I had never soup. seen a wonton soup like what was delivered to that table. And we both sat there and were just staring at the bowl. And I looked up at you and we were both like, we should have ordered the wonton soup. So, yes, whether it's tomorrow or sometime next week, we will we will definitely have to go and partake in some in some delightful, delicious wonton soup because it looks. Amazing. I mean, I guess you, I don't know for sure that it was delicious because that come to think of it. I don't remember GQ espousing. He said that I think he said that it was good, but he. Yeah. Looking back on it, I had difficulty reading that when I was reflecting did he actually enjoy it? Did he not? Like I wasn't. I was. I. I realized after the fact I, that I wasn't sure. I'm going to preface this by saying that I have known Geronimo Quintus, the window washer, uh, for now more than 20 years. I have known him and been his friend longer than we did not know each other. Um, did he express? Any sort of positives in our time together? Yes, he did. The 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 potential arcade cabinet. That 
Also, and, and, he and really, the running and the running joke of, do you see that person over there? They were well, you know, that too. But also, he talked part. about you know something he does on the side, and he talked about genuinely enjoying. Uh, yes, that is true. That. that is true. He talked Very about his. So. He talked about his love of his craft. That is true. I you know, and again, he's got two kids. He's got a job he doesn't love. Um, you know, I hear pray tell. There's he may be going to an interview for another window washing position. Oh, that's cool. Uh, next week. Well, I got my fingers, toes, and eyes crossed. So can you cross uh, your testicles? Probably not without causing issues. Well, we now have There's to we there. now we now have to pause anything else we were going to do and watch while you try. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna pass on that. But. I, you know, I, 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 I don't mean to say that. You know, I, the the man seemed a little stressed, and I, get I think that. that's just life and middle age. Uh, you know, not all of us can love our jobs like you, DC. I I enjoy my job more than most. I very much enjoy not having a house after listening to the two of you talk. Um, I mean, but yeah, don't get me wrong. A house is a lot of bullshit. But I'm still glad that I have. One. Well, good. I'm glad because sometimes you don't talk about that that way. Uh, you know I what else I'm like glad for? You didn't ask because you're in the middle I'm of talking. I'm what? I'm glad for this right here. Oh yeah, you put something in your mouth. What was it? Uh, what do you? What does it look like? It kind of looks like a cookie, but the consistency is wrong. It almost looks like a chocolate chip scone. Uh, you would be right in thinking that. Do you notice anything interesting about the color? It may be hard to see. It's hard to see. Yeah, it's a little brownish in the ridges. The, but. There's a green tint to it. Oh, okay. We we mentioned this to you before we we had our pho, and our wives got together literally in the restaurant next door to us because we didn't want to be seen in the same place. Um, we got in a recent grocery delivery five uh, avocados. Oh yeah, that we didn't we didn't order. And neither of us enjoy the taste of avocado as it is, but we have started baking with avocado. I made some avocado banana bread, which was quite good. And my wife, she says I helped, but I don't think I did. I think I mashed the avocado. Uh, She made some avocado chocolate chip cookies. These have been in the freezer for close to 48 hours. Now, granted, they've been out here for a while. They don't freeze. That's interesting. I don't know if it's the, well, it has to be the avocado. Yeah, it's got to be the high fat content, but that's, that is interesting. But I imagine they're nice and um, chewy. Yeah. Yeah. Do they kind of melt in the mouth or? A little bit. Hmm. Okay. Um, That sounds sounds worth trying. I keep trying to convince my wife to try one now that it's in the fridge. She didn't like it when when they first came out of the oven Um, because texturally, like avocado, it lingers. But okay. Coming okay. out of the freezer, I think they're even better. So I will be munching on on these uh during this episode. Um but yeah. Um I'm a fan. Good. So so life is life is okay. Things are done. That's nice. That's yeah, one I'm more thing. Wrap it up. Um you know, I'm not presuming we need to do another therapy session. We we can always. That's you know, we can use these airwaves for that. Um, but you're you're sitting. You're in a t-shirt. You're not in your usual polo or dress shirt. Your arms are behind your head. You look at rest and reposed and relaxed. And uh, 
I'll assume you don't have anything you want to say or hear about money in the bank. Um, I mean, what do you want to tell me about money in the bank? I assume you watched it. I did. I stayed up. I think I watched the whole thing. Um, uh, yeah, I did. I stayed up for the whole thing, which is rare for me. Um, I thought it was good. The big story was obviously, uh, Liv Morgan, who not only wins money in the bank, but then immediately, almost immediately cashes in on Ronda Rousey. Uh, winning the title there was a great moment i think you would have loved how are you mrs manson how are you how are you mrs manson how's how's everything how's what everything how everything uh good how was your how was your lunch date with my wife the other day it was very nice to get together excellent yeah she she said very similar things she was very excited oh so Say hi we'll to her to for it. me. I will indeed. Toodles. Bye. What you bring? I have a Another warmed small... up apple turnover. Nice. And a mug of coffee. Wow. She takes care of me. She does. She does indeed. Uh, I think I think that comment was an invitation to get smooched. All right. Beautiful. Touching moment. Um. Yeah, there was, a, there was a moment I think you would have loved at just being the type of person that you are. What is uh, that li- supposed to mean? Wait for me to explain. Li- as someone I who, refuse. As someone, I who can, now. as someone who can enjoy, much like me, uh-huh. the schadenfreude. Okay, yep. Um, she runs out with the briefcase. Her music hits. She runs out with the briefcase. She hands it over. She's going to cash in. She goes for a kick. And Rhonda immediately grabs her, like, within 30 seconds, she's in an ankle lock. Okay. And I'm like, she's going to tap. And they did a very nice job of it took a while for her to finally, like, get to the ropes. Um, but I was like. I assume this was after Rhonda Rousey had some sort of yes, match. Yes, she wrestled Natalia and won. Uh, and was then, that a she, close match? Rhonda was, you know, nursing, I think, like an arm injury or something. So she looked like she had been through a bit of a battle. Um, but eventually Liv was able to roll her up and ca- win the title, which was a great moment. It was very much, uh, I don't want to take anything away from Liv Morgan. It was fantastic for her. She certainly has earned it. She has been working hard for years. She's obviously passionate. But this was very much, I thought, a, um, hey, everybody. Who cares about Sasha Banks? Look, we have Liv Morgan. Isn't Liv Morgan great? Let's talk about Liv Morgan. Let's be happy for Liv Morgan. What happened to Sasha Banks? She and Naomi six, eight weeks ago, supposedly. Yeah, I remember they 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 took off or something. Yeah. Well, they haven't they haven't been seen since. Now they're supposedly the rumor of the day is they were taken off of the WWE's internal roster. I don't even know what that means. Um but, you know, they're, they haven't been on social media. They haven't been, um, you know, certainly not on our wrestling television. But I think this was, and, you know, they made a big point of Liv Morgan doesn't quit. Liv Morgan doesn't give up. She takes whatever, you know, she rolls with it. She makes it the best of it. And that's why she's now our champion. So clearly there's a little bit of a, you know. Okay. But um, is Liv the, Morgan 
Has she improved over the years? I think so. Uh, she is. It's been a long time, I think, since I've really seen yeah. her perform. I would, I would say uh, she is not up to the caliber of the four horsewomen or certainly your girl, Asuka. But I would put her squarely in that upper tier. Your Nikki crosses, you know, your I would put Alexa Bliss in that category. Like, you know, okay. she is I would consider her a, you know, B level wrestling talent. Better person, or worse. Personality than... wise, charisma wise. She's got everything. Better but or worse than Carmella. Better. Way better. Better. Or and Carmella's worse. not bad. Don't get me wrong. Better or worse than Naomi? Probably a rep. Naomi's more athletic. Yeah, she, she definitely is athletic. Liv, uh, I would say, you know, sells better and tells a better in-ring story. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So. Not often you hear that kind of talk about so, wrestling. Um, okay, yeah. That's yeah. cool. But no, it's been great. She's been doing the rounds and doing the, you know, WWE talk shows and whatever. So obviously that's the big story there. Um, the men's match, Austin Theory, who wasn't even in the match. Isn't he his was name ele- just Theory now? It is, but I'm going to call him Austin Theory. Um, I, don't, I think they aren't calling him Austin Theory because his real name is actually Austin. It's a pretty fucking so. stupid decision. They just start. Everybody's got to have one name. Well, and and the rule is now that they don't want your name to be anything associated with your actual name. So he couldn't be Austin Theory. And if they had suddenly changed his name to, you know, Adam Theory or Anvil Theory, that might have been a little strange. So, but uh, he was a last minute addition. You know, he's Vince. the, The gimmick is that he's Vince McMahon's new. Do you remember you were watching when Drew McIntyre was like the chosen one? Yeah. Theory is now the new chosen one. And sure enough, he is now Mr. Money in the bank. Okay. Um, This is a person who I don't know what they look like. And I don't think I've ever seen them wrestle. Uh, Have you seen Sammy Guevara? Yes. Have you seen Randy Orton? Unfortunately, many times. Now imagine smushing them together and you you know what austin theory looks like that's a person that i really don't want to observe on my television screen then that's kind of the gimmick though yeah it's kind of the gimmick um you know his gimmick is you know after he beats you he gets his phone out and takes a selfie with your limp body so he climbs he climbs the ladder he gets his phone climbs back up the ladder holds up the briefcase and does like a tongue like "Eh." so He's Tyler Breeze, but insulting. Uh, it's not even the model thing. It's well, yeah, but Tyler Breeze had the phone. He's yes, he's the millennial or whatever this new generation is called. You know, he's not bad. I don't mind him, but the gimmick is that he's I'm a zoomer. You know, yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, otherwise it was a decent show. Um. Nothing else is coming to mind, which, you know, the Usos and the Street Profits had a good match, as you would expect them to. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, that was the big story in wrestling. That's really all I think we would need to say about that. What I would like to get to, because we this has been sitting in my, in my Google Sheets for weeks here. We have not done a tournament in a while, and people do seem to enjoy uh, when we get to our tournaments. Um, 
And we've done some candy tournaments before. But what I've done is I've gone through and I found some of the early classic candy. I took all of the, you know, relatively all of the big names. There's not going to be any M&Ms or anything on here. This is some of the candy that I think, you know, when you go to one of those, uh, like a candy shop, you know, when you're on vacation and you find some sort of candy store, these are some of the things that you're going to find. And I'm just curious uh, on your opinion. So with your permission, of course. Yeah, uh, let's do it. The first matchup here, and this was, you know, I took most of these from a website that ranked the candies. So there is some sort of ranking system to this. Uh, do you prefer dots or wax lips? Hmm. I could go for an occasional box of dots. So we'll go with the dots. Yeah. They're not bad. They're kind of gummy, if I recall. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things that, like, if you're getting movie theater candy and you see them, you're like, you know. Okay. I could go for some dots. I can't remember the last time I had some of those. All right. Uh, Warheads or cowtails? Ooh. This is going to be an upset because I think most people would be inclined to say warheads. And I do enjoy sour candy. Uh, however, cowtails is the winner for me. I love that that mixture of that that dusty, sweet caramel filled with that too thick, sweet cream substitute mm-hmm. running through the center. Yep. Oh, I love me a cowtail. We have we have a bag hidden up in one of our cupboards of the, you know, individually wrapped caramels with the cream filling yes which are good but a cowtail is just that much more yeah it's got because i'll use the word deck yeah and it's got less caramel to the cream yes and again there's something about that dusty sugar coating of the caramel part that Mm -hmm. really adds to the whole flavor profile for me i like i love a cowtail junior mints or necco wafers that's pretty much the only candy in existence that could have gotten me to choose Junior Mints over it. <laughs> Necco wafers are disgusting, right? They don't taste sweet. They're disgusting. Like, the chocolate just, ones are like it's like it's like dirt in your mouth. Let's take a Tums and cut it in half. Yes. Like, let's make a thin thinking? Tums. I used to get those little rolls of them, you know, in Halloween candy as a kid, and I would just look at those motherfuckers and be like, "Yeah, why?" Why there's do you an, exist? I think there's another thing on here that will be similar to that for me, but at least though the thing we'll get to, like I understand their purpose. Mm. Uh, do you remember the little candy sodas? Yeah, like Coke was the big like one, in the wax and flavor. you bite the yes. head off and you drink it yeah. down. Yeah, or an Astro Pop. What's an Astro Pop? I, I believe it was supposed to be shaped like a rocket ship. Oh. <clears throat> And it had like the multitude of colors. You'd recognize it if oh, you saw I it. Oh, I see. It's, it. Yeah, it's cone shaped and it was red and then like yellow I've at the tip. Those. Yeah. Um, what was the other option? The candy soda bottles, like the Coke or the root beer or the. Some of those candied sodas are pretty good. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with Astro Pop though. One because I think I've had more of them in my life. Two, because you get a really cool red plastic straw at the end when you're done. And three, while you're, you know, consuming it, you just get to make it into the pointiest, sharpest shiv in existence. <laughs> yeah. Shiv, shiv. Um, 
Yeah, well, and and if you're me, when I was a kid, and I would happen to get the bottles, I thought you just ate them all, right? I I thought at least the cap part was edible. I was wrong. I definitely at some point chewed those. Yeah, I I don't think I swallowed, but I definitely chewed up the wax and was like, yeah. like an idiot, idiot right. child. <laughs> Next up, bottle caps. Or chiclets. Hmm. Bottle caps are strange. And I also feel like they've been reinvented. I feel like they were closer to Necco wafers in the past, but now they're yes. more they're more sugary. They're more like sweet tarts without the tart. Yeah, yeah. Um so what what kind are we talking about? Classic or I think that might change the answer here. Mm, let's you know. Uh because let me tell you, there's there's something magical about those little square uh, chiclet gums. Yes. That, you know, you, you get a row of white ones and you stick them underneath your upper lip like you've got Makes giant horse teeth. teeth. And yes. uh, there is there is a certain degree of fun to be had with a chiclet that I'm not having with bottle caps. No. We'll go with the classic one since this is supposed yeah, to be I'm gonna go with the chiclets classic. then. All right. Uh Sticking with gum for at least this next one, bubble tape or pop rocks. Pop rocks is not gum. Um, bubble tape was. Bubble tape is, and that's kind of like fruit by the foot, but it's gum, right? Yeah, it came in like the pink. Yeah, hard I, that dispenser container was um, that but, you would. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a gum that was like really heavily coated in crystallized sugar. So like it, it yeah. was good, and it was really sweet, and it had nice flavor. I remember it very fondly. Um, but yeah, Pop Rocks all the way. I mean, that is sure. a symphony in the mouth. Sure. And they didn't, make, they didn't make bubble tape Oreos. They didn't make bubble tape Oreos. That almost makes me want to rescind the win. Those were <laughs> bad. I, you didn't see it because you're not um, you're not active on Twitter. Yesterday on a whim, I'm going through all of the like Google Docs from my DC Matthews account. Oh, I did see go- a tweet where like you said something about a, we said we Oreo were going to t- do an Oreo taste test. Yeah, it was like July 7th, 2017. We must have, I think I was making like ideas for a DC and Doc Talk bulk episode series and it had Oreo taste test question mark. I wasn't I was like, sure if that was the Oreo taste test. It might not have been to be honest on Oreos for a year. Or if it was a note from more recently, like after that, where it was like, oh, no. we should do one of these again. And we no. just haven't. I think it would have been the original one. Okay. Uh, I almost got rid of one of these candies because I know it's, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the ringer here, but it is technically qualifies. Uh, if you remember the puzzle candy, which was the candy in the shape of puzzle pieces, and you could then put them together. Kind of. Don't even need to look it up because it's going up against the Atomic Fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Atomic Fireball wins. Yeah. Uh, You can start thinking. Don't give me the answer right now, but you can start thinking because that does set up without intending to a Pop Rocks Atomic Fireball second round matchup. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. uh, Red Vines. Or I hinted at these earlier. Um, Necco Wafer's older, cooler brother, Smarties. Yeah. Now, now for the UK folk, though, Smarties here are different than Smarties there, right? 
I believe so. We're referring to again, little small. Yeah, these are these little discs, discs of, of candy that come in these little wrappers. They're called something different over in the UK, I think. Um, I forget Smarties UK. Yeah, Smarties. There are these little like pellet things. Yeah, and that's not. They look better. Yeah. Um. Geez, I wish I could remember what Smarties are called over there. They probably know what we're talking about. It comes with a little cellophane wrapper, and it's it's them versus what again? Red vines. Okay, this is going to be maybe an upset because I have never had a red vine, and I actually really enjoy Smarties. Discs of pure sugar, the white ones especially, are my favorite. It's one of those things that, like, once every two to three years, I will have a pack of Smarties and be like, I'm feeling the nostalgia. And that's it. <laughs> when I was a kid, I would save them in my Halloween candy because you would have, like, a dozen of them in your oh, sack. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I would usually save them till the end because it wasn't something I was excited about eating. But then when I would get down to them, that's all that's left. I would take them out and I would grab, like, that whole stack of them. And just shove that shit in my mouth like I was the Pez dispenser. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh my goodness, that was awesome. Oh, just chalking all that chalky sugar just crunching down on it and the sweet. Has there ever been a horror movie where they tried to turn a person into a Pez dispenser? Probably. <laughs> Let's just for the Google's sake, horror movie Pez kill. <laughs> Let's see what comes up. Well, there's a movie called The Pez Outlaw, but that's a documentary comedy from 2022 so that's probably yeah, no. not it yeah so i don't know must include pez kill let's include that there nothing's coming up immediately so wow. that might be an original idea still there we go we're copyright it. we're doing it swedish fish yeah or good and plenty that's not fair i like them both hmm Okay, I'm going to put myself in the, in the role of a kid. As a kid, I loved Swedish Fish. I did not like Good and Plenty as a kid. I liked Good and Fruity as a kid. Oh, yeah. Now, Mike and Ike. Now I love Good and Plenty. Uh, Mike and Ike is good, too, but Good and, uh, good and Fruity was not a Mike and Ike. Originally, really? it was a red piece of licorice with a candy shell on it, like just like Ooh. Good and Plenty. Uh, but yes, eventually they redid the formula and made it more like a Mike and Ike, which... Yeah. Is not what I think of when I think of good and fruity. But yeah. Mm. We'll go with Swedish fish. Yeah. I ate a lot of Swedish fish as a kid because mm -hmm. uh, we've long in the family of the Mansons been members of Costco. And even when I was a kid, they used to sell, I don't know if it was a three pound or a five pound box of Swedish fish. And Are you going now? Correct me if I'm wrong. Do they have Swedish fish in multiple colors or is they it just do. red? They do have multiple colors of Swedish fish. However, the multi-pound pack at Costco uh, was all red. Mm. I ate a lot of that as a kid. Yeah. My wife's a Swedish fish fan. Oh, love them. They're so good. Whoppers? No. Or Hubba Bubba? Oh, they've had a Which Hubba Bubba. Another gum I think you would recognize. When oh, you saw Hubba it. Bubba. Yes, Hubba Bubba. I will give it to Hubba Bubba because um, I don't like Whoppers. Mrs. Manson likes Whoppers, but Malt can get the hell out of here. Hubba Bubba was the gum that if you went to the 4th of July parades, they'd throw like Hubba Bubba and Tootsie Rolls at you. Mm. Did I, you go to 4th of July parades when they I throw candy? I got Hubba Bubba thrown at me. I think I got Bazooka Joe thrown at me more. 
I remember Hubba Bubba because I remember that classic yellow and blue okay. packaging. Okay. But all right. Uh, I'm I'm combining two. You can tell me which one you'd prefer. Okay. I put goobers and raisinets in the same spot. Do you think that? Yeah, raisinets wins. Sure. Which also I think is an upset because who would think that Doc Nansen would choose raisins over peanuts? Uh, but I just did. A chocolate-covered oh, raisin right. is delicious. That's right. Goobers were chocolate-covered peanuts. I would have put them separately. Had I, I thought they were the same thing. No, Either way, good. raisinets or sugar daddies? Ooh, I, as a kid, I... Hmm. Do I have to answer Pretty as a kid? You, you can answer however you want. You answered the Swedish fish good and plenty as a kid. Yeah. I used to enjoy a sugar daddy as a kid. But, you I know, like I, I think I enjoyed raisinets as a kid, too. It was my one exception to the no raisins rule because you put enough I chocolate like, on it. Sure. I feel like I've broken a tooth to sugar daddies. Uh, you or, probably or have. Or, oh, yeah. and that's probably true, too. I probably had sugar <laughs> babies. Wait, are the sugar babies the pellet things? Yeah, there was sugar a, daddies were the bigger ones. But there was a small one that was still on a stick. Yeah, I think those were the... I feel like there was also something that came in a box that was like pelletized that was something else. Sugar babies came in a box. Okay. Is there sugar mama? I don't terrified to look that up. <laughs> sugar daddies could come on a stick or not. Okay. I'm remembering the smaller stick ones. But yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think I'm going to end up going with the raisinets anyways. All right. Sweet tarts or Laffy Taffy? Yeah, it's hardly fair. Um, I like both of those things a lot. Um, but in my heart, banana Laffy Taffy is one of my all-time favorites. So, Laffy Taffy, please. You're a banana person. I am. How did how did that, you didn't have, oh, no, was it banana? No, you got the, had the s'more Sunday uh, sit with you. It was fine. Term. It was fine. Good for you. Two lactate and I can handle it. All right. <laughs> uh, can I interest you in some fun dip? Yes. Or would you like a Mary Jane? Which one's the Mary Jane? Mary Jane's like super old school peanut butter molasses. Yes. Candy. I like a Mary Jane. Um, what was the other option? Fun dip. I also like fun dip, though, because fun dip is literally just a pouch of flavored sugar. And the and best stick. part is it has a stick, but it's not just any stick. It's a stick made out of sugar. And you lick that motherfucker, you dip it in to the other powdered sugar, you bring it out, and now you've got sugar-covered sugar, and you put that in your mouth. And when you're done with the packet of sugar, you can just eat the sugar stick, and it's still delicious. I remember when I was a kid, we had like a church bazaar-style thing, right? Where like people got together and they were selling goods. I remember there was somebody selling sure. candy. And I think it might have been the first place I'd ever seen a fun dip. And I had some leftover change or money from something I think I had sold. I forget what it was. And I went over there and I was looking around. I'll ah, get some of those. And I got like a package of like three of those guys, you know, because they used to come in these packages where multiple packets would be sort of, you know, uh, packaged together where you could tear them off of each other. And I got like three of those. I'd never had them before. And I got into it. And at first, I didn't realize the stick was edible. By the time you're done, you realize that there's, oh, God, it is. It totally is. This is also coming up. It was awesome, DC. That was one. I, I remember that very fondly that day. Um, I feel like you need to become, you either need to own a candy store or start your own candy company. Because the level of enthusiasm we are getting <laughs> in this episode. Um, 
But yeah, I really like that peanut butter molasses. So that now, now I now I will give you. I don't usually do this, but I will give you the option. We'll do the chicanery that I do on my own podcast with my own tournaments. I can put a little asterisk here, and if we get to, you could go back and say Whoppers versus Hubba Bubba. Let's make that winner fun dip and just bump it up to a future another round. No, or we can sit- that's okay. Uh, All right, you're protecting the sanctity of the yeah, tournament. Yeah, sanctity of the tournament. We'll we'll go with we'll go with the fun dip because I think that's the right answer from my childhood. Sure. I think Mary Jane is something I enjoy more now. Is that weird? You grow up and you're, I mean, obviously your, your, your tastes change, your palate changes. Sure. But like, it's all these old timey candies now that I'm like, oh yeah, those actually are good. I think that's, that's fair. I think candy at one time, especially probably in the early 1900s when these candies were invented was not necessarily a kid thing. I think like, Everybody was doing it. So they made candy that was perhaps more geared towards an adult refined palate. And then as commercialism and capitalism and, you know, television, they realized, oh, if we just sugar the shit out of this, we can get the kids. Oh, yeah. So everybody uh, was doing it. I like that quote from you. Everybody was doing it. (laughs) Razzles or Tootsie Rolls? Razzles are those little like wrapped up sort of licorice things with sugar crystals you can look it up it's a blue box there's like it's it's candy then it's gum so i think it's like little pieces of gum with oh like that's not coating. what i was thinking was at all um what was the other option tootsie rolls i'll go with the tootsie rolls um I enjoy do you tootsie prefer rolls. the snack size the long thin tube the bigger i like the like, meaty thicker. one yeah that's the way to go um, yeah. I will say I also enjoy the flavored Tootsie Rolls. I, oh, yeah. I like the vanilla What's ones. I oh, like yes. the lime ones. Yep. Lemon I, ones are good. I can't go wrong with the lemon either. I like them all. I like them all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're all good. <clears throat> uh, we mentioned Pez. Pez is showing up. Pez or a jawbreaker. Pez also being a home state um, candy. They are they are based out of Connecticut. So. Yeah. And a jawbreaker, anything specific? Because jawbreakers can be a lot of different things. Are we talking like the fist size taking up your entire cheek jawbreaker? Or are we talking like any sort of? I'm thinking the one that you would like hold in your mouth and like Mm. you're practicing for when you're an adult. And you're and you're just tonguing it and tonguing it and tonguing it until the color changes. And you're like, what if I swirl a little? What if I do a little figure eight? Will that melt it faster? When <laughs> you put it that way, I, <laughs> I think I should choose the, the jawbreaker. <laughs> I don't even, at this point, I don't even remember the other option. Um, Pez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but no, in all seriousness, I'm going to go with the Pez. Yeah. I don't think the candy is all that great. No, but the dispensers are amazing. The dispenser is an amazing gimmick. Uh, a lollipop category, a dum-dum or a blow-pop? Blow-pop every day. Yeah. Dum-dums are too small. Um, The thing also about a blow-pop, this might be hearsay, but uh, you get to the center there, you've got that gum in the center. Mm-hmm. Don't chew that gum. You, you, What you do is you you, you start, you, you lick, you suck on that Paul lollipop. You get the candy shell down so it's thin, and then you just crunch up the whole thing 
and you 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 chew up the candy and the gum at the same time and you swallow it whole. The one thing I will give Dum Dums is the variety of flavors. Yes. And you know the thing They weren't great. In modern times too, they they've they've definitely gone out of their way to do weird stuff. Like there's yeah. like a tomato basil one, like limited edition they yeah. had. There was a bacon one. Um, yeah. all sorts. I always appreciated I always appreciated the mystery flavor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, so yeah, yeah, there are well, definitely pops. are dum dums that I enjoy. Not not gonna say no, but I do feel yeah. like you need you need to have a more substantial lollipop if you really want to enjoy it. All right, we're halfway through the first round. Oh everybody. my god, this is terrible. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers or Everlasting Gobstoppers? I will go with the Gobstoppers. I like Jolly Ranchers because they have a nice tartness to a lot of their flavors. Sure. Especially a green apple. Yep. Um, but yes, I love the Gobstopper. The two different flavors outside and in. Oh, so good. And that's like a jawbreaker too, because it's a miniature one. It's not the big one, yeah. but that's I consider those jawbreakers also. I don't know. No, you're not getting a good tongue workout with that. No, one. no, no. Now you're just going to get a bunch of balls in your mouth. That's what that is. Yes, that is true. That's all what all this candy is. The way we're talking about it, it's all this candy is. Oh, yeah. Now and laters or juji fruits? Uh, now and laters. Definitely now, now and laters. Boston baked beans, which, were a, which are a candy. Are those peanuts <clears> too? <throat> no. They might be. What? Or are they actually beans? Crunchy and sweet coated peanuts. So it's not yeah. chocolate covered peanuts, but it's a coated peanut. Candy. Okay, yep. Or life or lifesavers. Regular. Well, no, you can go with the multi-flavored, but the hard ones, not the gummy savers. I'm gonna go with lifesavers new... still. Yeah. Yeah. Boston baked beans. I don't know if I've ever had them, to be honest. They don't sound appealing. Them... No, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Uh, we're going. I'm. I'm hoping I'm going to get a good reaction here. We have talked about Mike and Ike before going up against a squeeze pop. Squeeze pop. Little tube, basically just candy gel that you just squirt into your mouth. Really? I don't know that I've ever had a squeeze pop. I'm looking at them now. Green apple. It's just, it's basically like why can't toothpaste taste like this? As it mm. burns your teeth aside. I don't know that I've had that. Um yeah. also known as an ooze tube. Gee, I wonder why that worked. That name didn't get over. What was the other option? Mike and Ike. Which are also good. Ooze tubes look like something that I would have it's, it's strange, right? Because again, I, I just admitted on these airwaves that my parents allowed me to buy three or five pounds of Swedish fish and eat those to your heart content, little Doc Manson. Uh, but an ooze tube, a tube literally just full of goopy sugar, is the sort <laughs> of thing that my parents would have looked at and been like, mm, no, that's a step too far. That is- You say that. Yeah. You say that. But we're, I'll, I'll assume we're going Mike and Ike by default here. You say that, but our next matchup is a payday versus a candy I am sure you have had, and that would be the pixie stick. Pixie stick. Yeah. Pixie stick is delicious. But again, there's something, I don't know. I just feel like there's something about the ooze quality, that gel quality. I don't know. I've definitely had tons of pixie sticks. Like They definitely let me have those, and I like a pixie stick. Um, however, one of my favorite candy bars is the payday. payday. Really? It's one of the few candy bars that has no chocolate. 
It's literally just caramel in the center covered in peanuts. And those peanuts are salty as fuck. And they are delicious. Oh, I love me a payday. If you want something that's sweet and salty, you cannot go wrong with a payday. Good to know. Snow caps. Yeah, yeah, little chocolate morsels with non-parels on them. Yeah, or bit of honeys. I don't know if I've had a bit of honey. That's like it's kind of like a a a dried out piece of brown, right? Yeah, yeah. Comes in a red bag. Uh, I haven't had that, so I'll go with the other one, which I don't remember what it was. The snow caps. Yeah, snow caps aren't very good though. This is the time you have fun dip and Mary Jane. No, no, no. Sanctity, DC. Sanctity. All right. Uh, a candy necklace. Oh, I liked a candy necklace as a kid. Or an airhead. Okay, so here's the thing. Candy necklaces are fun, and there's all sorts of things you can do with them. For instance, you can wear them as a necklace. Also, you can eat them, right? So yes. there's there's some real awesome those, things. Those are them. at least two things yeah. you can do. The thing that I really liked about them, too, and this is because I was a boy with a sibling, and you know, you always are just terrorizing each other. Um, those, those, those candies came on these elastic strings. So you, you could make a very short range slingshot weapon (laughs) type thing where you're using an elastic to flick a single leftover candy at say your brother's arm causing pain and squealing. Um, so having been on the receiving end of that, as well as the giving end, um, that was always a lot of fun. I will, I remember as a kid very distinctly. Uh, I don't remember what the brands were at this point, but you could tell them apart by the colors. There, like one of them was one brand was like the color of the candy was more pastel, and yep. the other one was more brightly colored. The pastel one was delicious. The brightly colored one tasted like crap, and I, I really enjoyed the the ones that were good. But if you got the wrong plate, I got the wrong type of the candy necklace. That was like ugh, ugh. ugh. What am I even doing with this thing? And so, like, the other thing that's fun about a candy necklace is you've got that thing on your neck, right? And you do that thing where, you know, you put one piece of it in your mouth and it's like you're sucking on your necklace, which is a thing that I think some people do. There's a character on Bob's Burgers that does that. I forget what her name is. But anyways, so that's a thing that you can do. But the thing that I love is you, if you are a gluttonous, greedy six-year-old kid, you can take that entire necklace, bunch it up into a ball, stick that motherfucker in the mouth and just start chomping away, right? And then as you're doing that, you're just pulling this elastic string out of your mouth. As you're like you're the worst magician off. of all time. Yes. So let me observe as this candy necklace disappears. Nothing left but elastic. So those were always quite good. Um, and so the other thing, the other one on here is laugh is, is I'm sorry, airheads and airheads yes. are, are also quite good. They're like a laughy style, not laughy, a taffy style candy, right? It's a stretchy thing. Um, the thing about airheads is though, they, they have a weird consistency to them because they are puffed like full. It's like a taffy that's puffed full of air. And the other thing yeah. I always found weird about them is they, they always kind of had a weird flavor profile. I don't know if it's because of the air, but like the, the, the flavors were always just like off somehow i don't know how to explain it um so i think because of just the pure joy that i i I had recounting all this i might have to go with the candy necklace but i will say taking an airhead 
a, a red one out of the package, peeling it out. I don't know if you remember, but those would always slightly stay in the shape of the, the wrapper container. The back of the airhead would have a big line running down the back of them, and it would be more glossy smooth than the other side. So you could take that thing, stick it in your mouth, and just run around like the young, screaming Gene Simmons doing an amazing impression. Uh, and, and Maybe that's what Drago did in Ring of Honor. Uh, not Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground. It might be. And I, that tongue yeah, was not real. I did that as a kid uh, uh, many, many times as well. And they also, as uh, you talked about before, a mystery flavor. They used to have a white airhead that would be a mystery mm-hmm. flavor. So I enjoy being airhead overall, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go with the necklace for sure. All right. Did you think that it's was going to be the one that gave this a big response? I don't care. It was worth it. <laughs> right, this whole enough. thing was worth it. Uh, I have a, a nostalgic, sentimental side for the circus peanut. Oh, they're so the gross. orange. Yes. But my grandmother, for whatever reason, that was a candy. She had this my little candy jar. father and that was, loves them. I will if I could if I see one I'll eat it because it just takes me back to her apartment. Yeah, and you know I know exactly where the candy jar is in the apartment. It's one of those and- candies, you know, like people have this theory about all the candy corn in the world was produced forty years ago, and they just keep recycling it. Yeah, who was that? Was that um, Lewis Black. Lewis Black? Yeah, I kind of feel like circus peanuts are the same way. Where they must have all been produced about a hundred years ago, and they've just been sitting in a box somewhere, and they just every once in a while people find them, like ah, put these out there, put them on the shelf. Um, but yeah, okay, what's it going up against? Ring pops. Ooh, ring pops. They're a ring, but they're a lollipop, and you can wear it, but you can suck on it. And 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 if you're a terrible kid, you you can suck on that motherfucker until it's a shiv. And then because it's on a ring, you've made the coolest candy brass knucks that you can just uh, 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 stab people with. Uh, 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 uh. How much of your candy time was spent finding ways to hurt your brother? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, a healthy uh, American male six-year-old amount. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So I'm assuming we're going with the ring pop. Uh, what was the other one? <laughs> My short-term well, memory is non-existent. I'm, I'm learning through this. You're too busy. You're too busy remembering the days where you tried to stab your In brother. In fairness, I don't think. I legitimately don't think I ever tried to stab because it had the hard plastic little stick that the ring pop was built yeah. on. So, like that part, you get to, and you're like, God. Uh, but yeah, we'll go with ring. No, pop. What, what was the other option? Uh, the circus peanut. I said this four times. You asked me that and then proceeded to tell me how bad your short-term memory was. And then you asked me again 12 seconds later. Totally. Do you need help? Do I need do I need to come over there? What's going on? Uh, okay. Okay, ring pops. Yeah. Okay. Ring Next. Pops. Uh, there are some current candies on here, uh, just How because many of the, more fucking, we're in the first round still. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six. We got eight All more right, lightning round, lightning round. Let's go. Uh, starburst or nerds rope, nerds rope, hot tamales or red hots, hot tamales. No, red hots, red hots. Whatchamacallit or the push pop. Okay, this one deserves a story. 
Um, I remember as a kid when push pops were new. Push pops were these little plastic containers with a cap yep. that you could take off, and inside was this little tube of lollipop stick that you pushed up from the bottom, and yeah. you could basically, basically wear it like on your finger. Lipstick. Yeah, it looked like yeah. a lipstick. You could sort of wear it on your finger, and the cap had this cool little tab on it, like a pen, where you could hang it on your pocket like the coolest motherfucker in the world. Like, yeah, I've got a fucking push pop, and I take it with me everywhere because I'm a point dexter with a pocket on my shirt. And um, they were the coolest thing ever. They were brand new. I remember seeing commercials for them on the television, and we were looking for them. We couldn't find them anywhere. And so we stopped. I remember one day we just stopped at a gas station, and my mom got out of the car. She was going to pump gas. She was going inside. Um, and I think my brother must have gone with her and I was staying in the car or it could have been vice versa. Maybe I was in the shop and my brother was in the car. I don't remember, but I remember we went in and behind the counter, there they were push pops. We've been looking for these things for weeks. I ran out to the car or he ran out to the car. I don't remember specifically. I was a little young, I think. Um, but we, one of us told the other and we got so excited. We get out of the car. We go inside buy our push pops. And when we get back outside, we realize one of us was staying in the car on purpose um, and we were now locked out of the vehicle. It was this old brown Econo box Toyota. And my mom was, you know, very upset because we're now we're locked out of the car at this gas station. And, you know, we were trying. It was just it became this huge thing. Um, and mm-hmm. I remember a stranger who had a, uh, a, uh, a coat hanger came by and he helped my mom he, it was just a crack in the window and he was able to get that down they, I don't, they, they were gonna they called the police but they couldn't come to help for some reason but this stranger helped and we got it open with that and I remember my mom gave him a kiss on the cheek and yeah she was a floozy back then DC she was a real floozy and uh, she, and then yeah I remember we, I was just, I was just burned in my memory getting locked out of the car at this gas station and I'm guessing while this is all happening and your mom is struggling, you and your brother are turning those ring pops into little finger <laughs> I shivs. think we were far <laughs> too embarrassed to then actually enjoy the ring, the push the, the, the <coughs> pop. And I, I think I, I think that thing sat on my dresser at home unconsumed until years later when it got thrown away because it was too old. I think I was sure. I literally was guilted into not. Not ever even, having it. Wow. Yeah. And again, so I don't think my mean? mom like intentionally guilted me, but I just think I felt the shame so intensely yeah. that I couldn't even sure. bring myself to eat it. Um, so whatchamacallit or push pop? I'm going to go with push pop though, because whatchamacallit's I, I think I've had one in my life and sure. I've never been back. So, but they had Runt. a great commercial in the eighties. They did. They had a great little jingle. Yep. Runts or crybabies? What are crybabies? I want to say they're another sour candy. Yeah. Extra sour little like teardrop shapes. I mean, it doesn't matter because runts have a banana flavored runt, so it's runts, but. Sure. Uh, nerds or big league chew? Nerds. I do enjoy some big uh, league chew, though. A score bar or rock candy? Score bar is just like hard toffee covered in chocolate, right? One of my yes. favorites of my mom when we were younger anyways. Um, but yeah, not the sort of thing I ever got into. Um, rock candy would be 
would have been my preference as a child. Pure sugar on a stick. Yep. The Butterfinger BBs. Oh, those were good. Or candy cigarettes. Those were also good. I remember getting a pack of candy cigarettes when I was a kid, going to a drugstore somewhere. I I think every kid has done that before. You get the pack of candy cigarettes, you go outside, and you're like, somebody's going to think I'm a kid who's smoking. Even though I'm sitting outside of a candy store. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, what was the other option? I don't know who that is. Butterfinger BBs. Butterfinger BBs. I remember when those first came out. Also, there was this big uh, push in, push tie in, I guess you could say, with the Simpsons. Uh, it was a big mm-hmm. commercial uh, with him. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger BBs. Right. And I remember when those were new and those were awesome. They were the right ratio of chocolate to Butterfinger's filling. Way superior yeah. to the Butterfinger's bar itself. Um, eventually, Butterfinger BBs went away. And they did at some, they at some did. point come back, but they came back after they changed the formula of the bar itself, and they're no longer as delicious as I remember. But back in the day, mm. a Butterfinger BB, oh, that was it. And I'm going to go with that here. Our last matchup, and then what we'll do, since we're an hour in, is we'll do the rest of the tournament next week. We've done the first round. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll give you time to forget all of this. Oh, for sure. And then we'll come back. The last one are Twizzlers versus the candy buttons that came on the long piece of paper. Those were awesome. The pink pink ones, the blue ones, the yellow ones. Because they came on that long piece of paper, which is like a piece of wax paper. So like you could get the dots to peel off. But as a kid, it was the most amazing thing ever. Because not only was it candy dots that you could eat. And I don't, but when you when you, when you peeled it off of there, you got this long piece of wax paper that if you were a very imaginative child like myself, you could then pretend was a receipt from a grocery store and you could run around with your fake wax paper receipt and you could play all sorts of games with that. And then on top of that, even before that, if you really had an imagination, you could you could imagine that these this long strip of these different colored candy dots all you know three along and all these rows yep. you can imagine that it was some form of, of secret spy style braille code and you were a secret agent that had this this top secret message that had to be delivered you know you know to to your your spy cohorts across the yard or, or whatever what have you and of course you would lose um your interest in the mission halfway through and then eat all of the candy dots um yeah. But, oh yeah, the, the, limitless fun to be had with those candy. I have not thought about those candy dots in the, two those decades. candy. I don't know what we had this conversation about something, or somebody mentioned like a candy tournament, and I had a vision of those dots, and that inspired this entire oh, thing. Because I was like, we need to talk about those kind of candies, the kind of candies that evoke childhood memories and prove that we all should have grown up. With little Doc Manson and his creative juices running around. Look at my receipt. <laughs> Stop stabbing me. <laughs> Look at my receipt, my candy cigarettes, and all the shivs I've made. <laughs> Come on. Who who amongst us has not made a candy cane into a shiv once in oh, their life? It's what you do. That's what you do. I was waiting for you to tell me that the way you got back into the car was you picked the lock <laughs> with a push pop shift. 
<laughs> I was I was far too young. I barely have any memory of it. But uh, candy buttons or Twizzlers? <sighs> Twizzlers are one of my all time favorites. I was gonna that say because as, as to today, because as wonderful as that story was, are you picking those candy buttons over Twizzlers? I don't think I can because I enjoyed Twizzlers also as a child, and that one has endured to present day. Uh, so I, yeah, I think Twizzlers does win. All right. Well, we will continue this. We're down to 32. We will keep this going and finish this next week. Uh, but that worked out better than I could have ever possibly imagined. Uh, I love how you also shared sh- a bunch of stories from your childhood. Did I not? I, no, I did. You shared the I circus ate- peanuts. <laughs> I remember that. I, I ate the wax of the wax soda. There's some of them that you... Well, okay, we have to remember. We like, also have to remember I have no know. short-term memory, so you could have been talking the entire time. And... Um, I mentioned all the candies I like broke teeth on, like Sugar Daddy's. Oh, yeah. I probably broke true. a tooth on Airheads. Do you remember the giant pixie stick? Yes. They had one that was like three feet long. At least in my head yeah. it was three feet long. I don't know if it actually yeah. was. Yeah, and it was basically, let's, let's just take a five-pound bag of sugar, flavor it, and put it in a giant tube. I will say, that was another one of those things that my parents felt like was one step too far. They would buy That me, was what I was wondering. They would buy me the little pixie sticks. They would not buy yeah, me the, the big footer. ones. Um, I will tell you, though, mutual um, acquaintance, uh, tall guy, he yes. was the type of child whose parents bought him three-foot-long pixie sticks. I don't know where this came from. Oh, no, I do remember where it came from. I found some article about tall guy's parents, and it may have been like actual birth dad and birth mom trying to convert the barn on their property into a church, like in the 90s. I I just randomly found that article online, and I was like, Okay, this is a piece of history I did not know about Tall Guy. Yeah, Tall Guy's father was like a, I don't know, he was like some sort of new age pastor. Um, I, yeah. I, I hesitate to put any sort of denomination attached to it. No, um, no, I, I remember the name was not recognizable. And, and in my head, new age pastor is only one or two small steps away from cult leader. Uh huh. So they used to do like monthly things. Yeah, there were bonfires and coal walking. I, yeah, I don't. I wasn't too involved, but I, I remember. I was young. At also. one point, my at one point, my parents found out that this friend that I was driving up to go to his like parties at his house four or five times a year, and on part of the property they were shooting automatic weapons with startling frequency and they were like why would like, this is where you go and i was like yeah sometimes we go play paintball in the woods <laughs> <laughs> oh tall fellow uh all right so we will leave the candy tournament for another time and we turn our attention to our emails i see five uh did you ever confirming. snort a pixie stick did you ever no. pour it out and you know divvy it up like a line of cocaine no and snorted nope. up your nose? Nope. I was shockingly old when I knew, learned what cocaine was. Um, like, maybe <laughs> not in the like, like personal sense. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, oh, 
that Scarface guy isn't just snorting powdered sugar. No. It yeah, burns. No, I did not snort. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah, that's again the sort of thing you got up to at Tall Guy's house when you had three foot long uh, pixie sticks to it to you know sort amongst yourselves. I do have some vision. Like I had stomach issues all throughout childhood into young adulthood. I do remember eating a bunch of pixie sticks and then throwing up in a variety of colors. <laughs> Yeah, that would happen. That if you want happen. to talk about childhood stories you'd like me to share, let me open up the trauma that box was, for you. I love the trauma box. More of that, please. Uh, do you see five emails? I see five emails. All right. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. The first one comes from Che. Good evening. Good evening, gents. A few things to ponder. What is your idea of the perfect day? What fictional character would you most like to be friends with? If you found out you were going to die tomorrow, what would you do today? Kind regards, Che, sent from my sun-kissed hands. Uh, Perfect day. That depends, because I can think of different varieties of a perfect day. I'm going to go with a low-key perfect day, because like it's too easy for us to want to just sit here and be like, well, my wedding day was a pretty perfect day. Um, it's, you know, yeah, I think my wedding day was pretty good. Uh, overall, my wedding day was great. Yeah. And you know, this kind but of, the amount of set you up for after that. And like, all yeah. that, you know, so you can, you can, you can get, you know, you can go no, that way with I, this. Sure. But no, I think, I think it should be more low key than that. All right. Um, Wake up on the earlier side. Uh, my wife and I make breakfast together. Um, sort of just chill out, go back to bed and take like a one of those naps that's like eight to like nine fifteen. Um, <clears throat> sort of hang out, maybe go for a walk, maybe go to some sort of farmer's market, craft fair, church, a used bazaar bookstore. Type thing. Yep. Meet good friends for a midday meal and, you know, sort of a hang. Um, go to, you know, either at some farmer's market you've bought food or, you know, go get food to make a nice dinner, make a lovely dinner. Is this a hypothetical day or a day you lived last week? This day happens in some extent with alarming frequency like i think this is why when i look at you and gq i worry because i'm like you're stressed about work and you've got this stuff with the house and he's got the kids and all of this kind of stuff and i'm like my you know i i'm a very simple person i watch some wrestling in the afternoon we make a lovely meal maybe go out for some ice cream you're gonna say we make love unless you're just gonna leave it there I'm going to leave that open to imagination. You can try to figure out uh, how often that happens throughout the day. Um, maybe a jawbreaker is involved. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what about you? Um, I don't know. Well, you know, a day where I can say, ah, this thing I've been working hard on. Today's the last day. It's pretty much over. My responsibilities. You can just literally feel them melting out of your body. And then you get to go sure. home, have a have a meal with 
with your loved ones. Then you get to pop online and record a podcast with a good friend. I mean, that's wow. Honestly, that's not a bad day. That is not a bad day. Well, I am delight delighted to know I am part of your a version of your perfect day. Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking one... about recording. Scare sounds scary, but but y- y- you know. Oh, yeah. okay. Hey, you know what? Great. Great. <laughs> Fuck you, great. <laughs> See, next time I help you and you ask for the fifth time, well, we can't use that up against I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what fictional character would I most like to be friends with? This is tricky. I don't know. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, would it be a character from a book? Would it be a character from... You know, I kind of feel like a good choice would be Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, post, post the visit. After the visit with the three ghosts. Yeah, because at that point, now you've got this old rich guy who just is going out of his way to be kind and nice and generous with everybody in his life. Um, So I feel like that could have its advantages. That's fair. That could have its advantages. Is it wrong that, again, the first thing I think of, of course, is money? I can't just be friends no. with someone for the sake of being friends. Um, no, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And the problem here is it's fictional too. Because like I'm trying to think of someone I'd really want to be friends with. Like I don't want to be friends with Batman, right? You're friends with no. Batman, and you're going to get killed. Um, no. Well, and and I had thought, you know, a similar vein to yours, Harry Potter, post Voldemort. You know, now you're living in a magical world. He does have quite a lot of coin in that Gringotts bank. <clears throat> He's famous, which being friends with a famous person is a double-edged sword, I would imagine. But, you know. I mean, and you're also living in a world where I have to believe that trans people don't exist because the author True. is a complete raging asshole. So okay. I don't know if that one is the best choice do do you go if you take money out of the equation at all do you go with your loyal friend like a samwise you know you want that kind of friend you know not just say it live it in the shire of course i don't know if that's the option here am i transported into the world of the book because i know i just used that logic against you but am i if i get to live in the shire where i can walk around barefoot for the rest of my life smoking a long pipe uh, of, of Shire mm-hmm. Leaf. Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds all right. That sounds okay. Yeah, I don't know that I want to be friends with Arthur Dent. I mean, your planet would be blown I'm sure up. it's not bad. Yeah, I'm sure it's not bad, but like... Yeah, he seems like a killjoy. He seems like a real stick in the mud. Might, might, might want to be friends with Zaphod rather than... Zaphod seems like being friends with me. I, I just kind of feel like that would be... And, and here yeah. I am. <laughs> Friends with a narcissistic asshole who can do nothing but talk about himself and think about himself and how he's going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, yeah. In, in that case, if you found out you were going to die tomorrow, what would you do today? I probably would try to write a will that would be recognized because I don't have one of those yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have a, a, a will yet? Yeah. yeah. It seems like a thing I should do, huh? Now. Is it notarized? I'd have to go look. Fair. Because <laughs> that might be a problem. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think I think my answer to the the last question is very similar to the answer of the first question. I'm going to want to spend it with the people I am closest with, my wife, my friends, probably see my parents at some point along the way. Um, yeah. Thank you for your uh, thought-provoking questions, Che. The next one comes from Nate. Subject line, email. Hello and good morning, fellas. After an interesting pay-per-view this past weekend, I can honestly say I'm more excited for Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin at SummerSlam than Brock and Roman. Also, how Doc feels about WWE is how I feel about AEW 80% of the time. Sometimes they do stuff right. That's enough wrestling talk time for questions. DC, do you ever get frustrated with the kids you teach? And how do you get through it with them or yourself mentally? What are your go-to items you grab at the gas station? I always get hot chocolate and a Kit Kat. Doc, what are your thoughts on Jordan Peele's directing style? And are you excited for Nope? My top, my positivity for the week is Thor this Friday. I'm really excited and just trying to block out all the negativity and hate I keep seeing towards Marvel. Thank you for being so fun and enjoyable to listen to. As always, your bestie Nate sent from my iPhone. Uh, yes, you're always going to get frustrated with the kids you teach. I think you're always going to get frustrated with somebody you spend that amount of time with anyways. Um, and how do you go through it with them or yourself mentally? Uh, the the answer that I can say, having been on vacation for two weeks, is you have to pull yourself back, especially as a teacher. You have to pull yourself back and try to figure out, okay, what is the problem? The problem is they keep asking questions. They're not getting it. Is it their fault? Probably not. Either I've picked something that's too hard or I didn't explain it right. I have had my class stand up take the paper they're supposed to be working on that they all seem to be struggling with, tear it into pieces and throw it in the air because obviously it's not working there. The fault is going to be almost always on my end if it's systemic like that. So let's scrap it and we'll start over or we'll do it again the next day. And I'll hopefully have a better plan. That's, that's the, the answer that I can give not in the situation. In the situation, when you're super frustrated, I'm going to give you a piece of advice as I bang the microphone for the eighth time. Um, And again, I don't know that Nate's going to be a teacher, so I'm not sure where he's going with this. I like going under a pseudonym. If I'm really frustrated, I refuse to answer a question asked to Mr. Matthews, and I force them to call me Paco. They have to come up. They can say Mr. Paco if they want to be formal, um, but they they have to come up. And if they say Mr. Matthews, I just ignore them. And if they say Paco, I go, yes. And just that little thing changes their attitude slightly, which changes my attitude. And now all of a sudden we're being silly, which it's hard to be mad when you're being silly. Mm. And then you take a mental health day the next day and you don't go <laughs> Uh, Doc, what are your? Th- we'll, we'll do your question, then we'll do our gas station one. Uh, Jordan Peele and Nope. What do you? What do you got for um, us? I don't know. I surprisingly have not seen Get Out. I have not seen Us, and I have not watched a trailer for Nope. So I actually have no opinion on Jordan Peele's directing style. Okay. 
Well then, do you think uh, I'm not that excited for no? But that might be because again, I'm not in that world, um, and I'm also not super. Here's the thing: the, the thing that I think um, put me off about Jordan Peele was the progression. Um, in that I didn't see Get Out when it came out right away, and then I remember seeing trailers for it where I was like, okay, I know everything that happens in this movie. And so I was never inclined to see it. And GQ at some point was telling me, you got to see it. You got to see it. And I was like, yeah, I can tell you exactly what happens in this movie. And I told him and he was like, yeah, not really, but I, I think he was full of shit. And I told him exactly what happens in the movie. And he didn't want to believe it. But you know, I don't have any real proof of that. Um, but then, you know, knowing that that movie was also very heavy on societal commentary um, to see us come out, which was also very clearly heavily steeped in societal commentary. And now to see Nope, and I don't know a lot about Nope, but I can see that that's probably going to be greatly steeped in societal commentary. Oh, 100 um, percent. It's not that I'm against which, which, that. I like movies with messages, and I'm actually probably more inclined to go back and watch those films now than when they first came out. I think I'm more interested in actually seeing how he portrays some of that messaging now than I was then. Then I was more concerned with the fact that I felt like I knew everything about this movie. My priorities, I guess, have shifted as I've um, gotten older. So I'm, mm -hmm. I I do I, now I can honestly say I do want to go back and watch those movies regardless. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There is something about that where, and I don't know this because I haven't seen it, but I I just get this sinking feeling like he's retreading similar topics, and that also doesn't excite me. But at the same time, this is a man who probably is speaking from a position of knowledge on some of these topics that he is covering. And that seems like a valuable thing from an artistic perspective. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I think I struggle with that sometimes. Um, so I'm, I, like, don't get me out. Like, I, I like a movie with a message. I think that could be really clever, but there is a line at which when you start looking at something and you're like, this is a message that is barely disguised as something else that kind of puts me off. Um, and I think that maybe is kind of the impression I've had. Uh, but again, I don't, I won't say it's invalid or anything like that. That's me speaking from a place of privilege as a white guy who's had an easy life. Right. So I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, long, long and short of it is I realize that none of those criticisms are really valid now. Uh, and I, I do want to go back and watch those, give them the time of day, but I, I have not as of yet. All right. Fair enough. Uh, when you go to the gas, hot chocolate at a gas station is a bold move. I haven't been to a gas station since last uh, October. True. All right. Convenience store. Or is that the same thing? I think it's the same thing. Are there any convenience <laughs> stores that aren't gas stations? What's CVS? That's a pharmacy. Or is that a convenience store? Okay, well, th that could count. Yeah. When you're, you know, you're not doing a full grocery shopping. You're going, you eh, know. Let's we'll go back uh, to Nate's question for real, though. When I would stop at a gas station, I would get one of those either, not a hot chocolate, but they'd have a similar 
machine that would give you a sugar-filled cappuccino of some sort. Okay. And a lot of times they would have seasonal ones, a pumpkin one, a peppermint one, whatever. I would typically get one of those. And let me tell you, a lot of times their flavored stuff is not good. But they would always sucker me in where I'd be like, that sounds like a good idea. And sometimes I'd be pleasantly surprised. But the pumpkin one was, oh, oh, so atrocious, let me say. So, yeah, I would do that kind of thing. And and usually where the, the particular gas station I would stop at, next to the register, they used to always have a display of um, hostess treats. And usually it would be like a buy one, get one style thing. And we would get sure. um, a little hostess cupcake to take home. And we would split that in the car. That was what I was. I getting. enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy the hostess cupcakes. Uh, when I have stopped and gotten something, which I try not to do anymore, but in my day, yeah, you know, diet coke and a uh, bag of you know some sort of potato chip. Really, you look more like a muscle milk kind of guy. No. <laughs> Zoya. No, no. no. Rocks energy drink. No. 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 no, no. So, there you go. Our next email comes from Brent. Subject line, subject. Hello again to my podcast brothers from the Nor'easter Territory. I'm having a bad day. If I'm having a bad day, I like to turn on my favorite TV show to kind of ease my mind a little bit. My question for you two gentlemen is, do you have a go-to TV show that you put on when feeling a little mentally drained? Thanks again and hope y'all have a fantastic weekend. Uh, I don't know if it's a TV show. Um, when I'm sick, like physically sick, I tend to put stand-up comedy on. John Mulaney, Jim Gaffigan, Seinfeld, something of that nature. I'm lying in bed. I'll fall asleep to it. You know, that that's when I'm physically not feeling well. Mentally drained. Markiplier's good. Yeah. Maddie Matheson's good. Do you put on stand-up shows that you've already seen, or is it always a new one? No. I'll, I actually tend to prefer ones I've already seen. Because, you know, John Mulaney has, I think, three on Netflix. Seinfeld has uh, his new one from probably, like, 2019. Um, I've seen all of Jim Gaffigan's, I think, at this point. So I tend to go for something I've already seen, because then you don't have to pay a lot of attention to yeah. it. Yeah, I try to think because, like, I know a lot of people have that TV show that they will go back to and rewatch and rewatch. Like, for some people, yep. it's Friends. Hello, Rachel. For some people, it's The Office, um, you know, things like that. But now I, I can't think of any show that I've ever watched through more than once. I think at some point in my life, I will go through and watch The Office again, at least the first couple of seasons until Jim proposes. Like, Sure. I'll probably go back and watch that much of that show at some point, but <sighs> would you go back and watch uh, Joe Bob again? I might, but there's also a lot of episodes of Joe Bob I still haven't watched, um, so I've got plenty of new material there to go back and see also, because uh, usually these days I only st- manage to stay up through the first movie, which tends to end around midnight. And so, like, this season, sure. I don't think I've seen any of the second movies yet. 
Um, so despite the fact that the season ended last Friday, I've still got 10 movies to go back that I can enjoy at any time. Um, wow. And I don't think I watched any of the second movies from any of the specials, holiday specials of the last year. So that's at least another three I've got to watch. There's probably at least four from last season I never got to either. So yes, yeah. So I've got that still cut out for me. I don't tend to go back to stuff. I don't know. I, I don't tend to, to find comfort in that. The thing, the only things that I have rewatched numerous times are certain horror movies. Um, I've rewatched sure. the Evil Dead movies countless times. I've rewatched mm-hmm. the Nightmare on Elm Street movies countless times. Friday the 13th, countless times. Halloween, countless times. Forgive me. I'm stuck on Evil Dead. You have not seen Doctor Strange 2 yet? No, I have not. Okay. No. I don't know if I'm going to watch there's it. A moment or, I, there's, a mo- there's a moment or two. I'm not that interested. I don't know. I know it's Sam Raimi, but I, I just I feel like... I just feel like he's not really a director anymore. And, the, and to come out for this That's, movie. The part of the movie you need to see has nothing to do with the movie. Okay. There's a cameo. With Bruce Campbell, of course. Yeah. He's yes. in all of his movies, and, so I knew he was going to be in there somewhere. But just, just it's, it's probably two minutes. Okay. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But it's a callback. Like, as soon as I saw it, I went... I know what this is. All right. And it, it was, it was, I will have to check that out. So. I will say, because Nate brought this up in his email. Um, and you know, I, I can't pronounce his name, but I'm a big fan of Tai Taikiti. Taika Watiti. Taiko Watiti. I love, I think everything he's ever touched. Um, so I am interested in seeing love and thunder. There is a slim, muy pequeño chance we may go tomorrow. Huh. There was a there was a showing tomorrow that I, when we checked last, which was eight hours ago, had nobody who had gotten tickets yet, and I was like, "So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see." Um, Taiko yeah. Waititi. Taiko Waititi, Taiko you got it. Why? Why? Taiko. Taika. Why? 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 TT. Tycho. Why TT? The problem is I, I can't visualize the name in my brain. The, the the vowels move around on me, and so then if I can't see it, I can't pronounce it. Just think about circus peanuts. Tycho. Why TT? Okay. There you go. Uh, our next email comes from Mrs. Manson. Food truck. I think the, I think greetings. the season of the television show based off of his movie, What We Do in the Shadows is premiering like this week. I'm looking forward to that. That's Ooh. a real good TV show. If you haven't watched What We Do in the Shadows. I have not. That, that show is where consistently funny. I think. Where can we, where can we find it? Uh, FX. Um, and okay. Hulu. Hulu has it the next day. Ah, okay. I do have Hulu. Greetings. This weekend, Doc and I are heading to a food truck festival. Probably our first large in-person event that we've been to in ages. And I'm a little wary of things and hoping it won't be too hot and crowded. It's been difficult to find a list of food trucks that will be participating, but I'm hoping for the best. I saw a mention of beef kebab, sour cream and chive tater tots, Maui Waui nachos, Oreo cannoli, and some truck called Conehead Heaven that serves waffle cones full of things like bacon mac and cheese, buffalo chicken, or strawberry shortcake, to name a few. I don't know what we'll try to seek out first, but I'm certain we'll spend too much money 
and overeat on all kinds of tasty, trashy treats, and it will be a fun time. We'll report back next week. Love you guys. Mrs. Manson. I forget where this is. Um, friend of the show, Rachel, put Mrs. Manson onto this. I'm not sure if Rachel is still planning to join us or not. Um, I think she is. But yeah, I, I, I forget where it is. It might be at that outdoor shopping plaza um, where the mall is, but the outdoor one, the nice one, you know? I think yeah, it's I over there. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for it now. We have been to... I could be wrong, though. We have been to that one. No, you're right. We have been to that festival uh, before. Any good? I'm always wary of food it's, truck festivals. That can go. So what I what I had remembered, if it's, yeah, it might yeah, be I different. Yeah, I mean, it's probably different. What I remember from the last time we went was there were a number of the restaurants in that plaza mm. that were on. They weren't food trucks. They were just booths that I had. I don't think there are that many you know, restaurants anymore. So I think it might actually yeah. be food trucks this time. And I don't know, uh, a strawberry shortcake filled waffle cone and an Oreo cannoli both sound like things I would eat and regret, but eat. So, yeah, free admission, free parking, 20 plus vendors, live music, shopping paradise. And I'm also going to call Mrs. Manson out on this. Probably our first large in-person event we've been to in ages. Last weekend, this woman dragged me to uh, a, a vineyard, a winery down down in the town where our good friend GQ lives. And it was like the Blueberry Festival wine festival, whatever. And, and we went and there was live music and we probably stayed for three hours, three or three hours. And we got a bottle of strawberry rhubarb wine, which was delicious. And we drank the entire bottle while we were there listening to all sorts of different types of live music um, from one guy who was an acoustic um, solo guy who wrote a lot of his own songs um, to a guy who had a, a, a drummer with them and was doing more, uh, more modern stuff. And then a guy who was playing awesome, awesome blues on a killer uh, Fender guitar. And he was looked like a real perfectionist. He was awesome. Um, and we also bought a bottle of blueberry wine that we took home with us. We haven't opened yet. I'm looking forward to it even more than the strawberry rhubarb. The strawberry rhubarb wasn't very sweet, as you would expect, because of the rhubarb, but it was delicious. And I just imagine this blueberry wine has got to be sweeter. And I just, oh, it's going to be so tasty. So, so tasty. I just texted you a picture that I meant to send my wife. So it's a picture of the oh, okay. ad for the food truck festival. Oh, yeah, so, so that's going to be a good thing. Interesting, interesting. Well, I, I look forward to your report. All right. Our our last email comes from Glenn, the bestest of all besties. That's a Jeff. Hi, guys. This week's question is a follow-on from last week. I'm not sure if McVitie's Jaffa cakes are sold your side of the pond. If you know what they are, the question is, well-worn one over here, is it a biscuit, cookie, or a cake? If you haven't heard of them, they're about the size of an Oreo, but with a firm sponge base, an orange jelly center topped with milk chocolate, and I can easily eat a whole packet in one go. Thanks. As always, Glenn. Well, quick Google search says they are cakes, but I've seen them before. I've heard, you know, when we were watching the baking show uh, regularly, they were mentioned and used in certain things. I think it's funny that the man who has eaten them does not weigh in, whether it's a biscuit or a cake. I'm going to say it's a cake. I think it's a biscuit. 
Because like I'm looking at that and the consistency of that reminds me of the consistency of like a black and white cookie, which tends to be rather spongy. And that's a cookie. That's not a cake. But it's it's made with a Genoese sponge, which is a cake. Oh, is it? According to Wikipedia. If it's a Genoese sponge, then it's a cake. The most common form of Jaffa cakes are circular and have a Genoese sponge, a layer of orange jam, and a coating of chocolate. All right. Well, I I, I so. guess it's a cake. Sorry, Glenn. <clears throat> now, I think the question is, is a black and white cookie a cookie or is it cake? Well, I mean, it's called a black and white That's cookie. It's not called a black and white cake. Yeah. So, I suppose. Uh, thank you to Glenn and Mrs. Manson and Brent and Nate and Che for your emails. We appreciate them. Doc, it's that time once again. What is your piece of positivity that's getting you uh, through the week? Yeah. Um, geez. Like I said, Joe Bob is over. So that's sad. But I do have a bunch mm-hmm. of episodes that I can watch now at any time. So that's good. Um, what we do in the shadows, I believe, is coming back this week. And that's also a good thing. Um, but I think most of all, the best part about my week is I am done teaching this summer course, and this is just going to be a weekend where I'm not thinking about the next time I have to give a lecture, even though I am kind of already thinking about lectures that I have to give in the fall, but that's so far away. That's it. That's That's it. That's a different. I can wait until the night before to to work on those like an idiot. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with that. Melting away, stress, actually going to enjoy a little bit of summer here and now. That should be a good time. Let us consume TV shows and movies and things and have a good time. Maybe get some wonton soup with a friend. Mmm, wonton soup. (sighs) And you, DC? Uh, Disculpe. Uh, Yo estoy bien. Muchas gracias. Stop it. Uh, my wife and I have always talked. My wife um, decided in school that she was going to take Latin. Actually, I don't think there was. I don't think there was an option. I don't think she had a lot of world languages in her particular high school, um, and she has always talked about wanting to learn Spanish. And so, you know, summers here, we're able to relax a little bit. And she decides to try uh, Duolingo. As last week I said, ah, Duolipa. I love that actor, uh, yes. that singer. Levitating is a wonderful song. And you were impressed that I could name a song by Duolipa. That's right. I, <clears throat> you want to talk about short attention? Your short attention span, goldfish level. But I would have forgotten that we had that whole conversation. But in fairness, um, that was what you told me last week was that she was working on it. And it sounds it. like... So I was intrigued enough that I got the app and I was like, all right, I'll try it too. And it could be fun. And I've got to tell you, I'm enjoying it. You know, I, my senior year of high school, I was planning on being a high school French teacher and I was advised to start learning Spanish because French, not necessarily the most popular foreign language taught. If I had at least a passing knowledge of Spanish, it would be helpful so I took a Spanish class that led to being an independent study because it was Spanish one, um, you know, so I, regardless, uh, I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, the irritating things are 
My wife does it through the website. I've got the app, which of course wants you to spend money on the app. So you make a mistake, you lose a heart, you run out of hearts, you can't keep going. And on the website, do they not monetize it that way? Apparently not. So she just does it through the website. And, you know, so she looked at my screen and she was like, this has, this looks nothing like mine. And then I realized she did it through Hmm. the website, but either way, regardless, uh, I'm enjoying it. I think it's pretty fun. And, you know, I know what a boligrapho is now. I know what a maleta is. It's not a wallet like I thought. It's a suitcase. Uh, And so, you know, I don't expect to be fluent, but I at least have uh, more of a knowledge of Spanish than I did before. And so that has been uh, my piece of positivity for the week. going to Spain? Uh, You know, I've never been to Spain. My wife has. She loved it. She went to Barcelona and Madrid and had a wonderful time. And so maybe there will come a time where we will go. Um, You know, there's some places in France I'd like to go to again. Uh, I've never been to England. I'd like to go to London and, you know, see maybe some of our UK besties at some point in my life. So maybe this will open us up to international travel. We'll have to get uh, El Pasaporta. And make sure that's all set. So, uh, but yeah, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Learning another language, not a bad idea when every day it seems less and less likely that I want to stay here. Fair enough. So, uh, Doc Manson, it has been a true pleasure and gift, as always, to chat with you low these last 100 minutes. Is there anything else you would like to say before we head out into that good If night? you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our entire back catalog of episodes by finding this podcast wherever it is that you procure fine podcasts like this one, DDT Wrestling. And of course, if you like what you've heard, and how could you head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and doc. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps this podcast train a chug a He is doc Manson at doc Manson. And he loves those candy buttons. Send them to it. If we had a PO box, I would expect nothing but candy buttons and fun dip mm. for you for the next few weeks. I am Durango Canyon at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a lovely, lovely weekend. Uh, until we meet again, my friends, won't you be a bestie?